there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of 7 Minutes of Saints, your daily Saints podcast destination. All right, Andrew, this one's free because of our friends at SeatGeek. They have an amazing app. Go to the Google Play Store or iTunes or wherever you get your app. Their app it has three levels to it. Green light means you're getting a good deal. Yellow light means you're getting an okay deal. Red light means your deal is crappy. You might want to stay away from it. Right now, if you use the code ACAA, you get $20 off your first purchase through SeatGeek on, on them. So do it now. That's like a beer, a hat, nacho hat. It's awesome. So... Once again, use the code ACAA, get 20% off your first purchase with the SeatGeek app. SeatGeek, life's an event, we have the tickets. All right, Andrew. So today on the Wednesday podcast, I wanted to do another fun hypothetical. Maybe this this week's theme is a hypothetical week for the Saints, right? So my idea is what would the Saints do if in August, Let's say Teddy Bridgewater is rocking it, and he's looked awesome for two or three of the preseason games because he's going to play a ton, right? And a team that fancies themselves a contender, they get an injury at quarterback, whoever that would be, whether it's the Rams or Kansas City or Pittsburgh or whoever, and they get an injury at quarterback kind of like Minnesota did when Bridgewater hurt, got hurt and his career was almost over, and they – go and they panic and they offer the Saints a first-round pick or a first-round pick and a fourth-round pick or whatever for Bridgewater, if you're the Saints, what do you do? Well, yeah, that's an interesting conundrum because there's a lot of layers and things at play here. Um, The first – so my initial gut reaction is that Bridgewater is untouchable. And the reason I say that is right now, at least now, uh, the Saints – feel like he's the heir apparent to breathe. They're developing him to be the quarterback of the future for this team. And when you have that guy in the building, you don't want to let him go. So, um, you know, if you have a franchise quarterback or you believe you have that and he's your quarterback of the future, and there's really no amount of assets that you would move him for because that, that that's maybe the one position on your team that's untouchable. Now, there's a lot of things at play. First of all, we've been under the working assumption – that Breeze is leaving, you know, that this is Breeze's last year. Yeah. But what if it's not? You know, and there was a time where Breeze said he was going to play until 45, and yeah. most re- most recently, you know, it kind of sounded like maybe he was taking it year by year, but I don't think we can categorically say at this point Breeze is retiring. And if Breeze tells the Saints organization, like, hey, I plan on playing another couple of years, I don't know that Bridgewater is going to be comfortable sitting for that long. So that, that, yeah. that's, that's my first thing. Like, you know, that, that's a big what if. And if someone comes offering a first round and you, you know you can re-sign Breeze and keep him for another couple of years, then I, I think you at least consider it. 
The second thing I would say about this whole situation is that the Saints may uncover, like he, he, he may not play that well in preseason, and so maybe the offers would be lower, or maybe he plays okay, like good enough to make teams think that Bridgewater is back. But in working with him for an entire training camp, which Sean Payton didn't have the luxury of last year, and working with him through an entire preseason, Sean Payton's going to have more information about him. Yeah, he may, he may realize at that point, like, you know, I've now had a lot of time with him. I've had time with him prepping for a game. I've seen him start for me, and I'm seeing some chinks in the armor. I'm seeing some things that I didn't expect to see. He's yeah. not growing in this offense. Maybe he's not my guy anymore. So let's go ahead and make that trade, knowing that we've got to go elsewhere to find our guy of the future. The only thing I would say, and that your point is interesting, the only thing I would say for a trade is if an NFC team has an injury at quarterback, I don't give a fuck what they would offer. Like if, if Goff would get hurt, Andrew, yeah. I don't care if the Rams offer you two number one. Because you're trying to win a Super Bowl now, and if like the Bears, like Trubisky gets hurt, or one of the teams that you view as a threat to you, if they need a quarterback, you don't. They don't. They don't get to play. I don't care. I don't care if they. What they. What if you're out? What if you're out of the playoffs though? Or or what if it's clear you're three and five, you're you're two and six, and it's just clear you're not winning a Super Bowl. Well, no, I was thinking maybe then, but I was thinking like it happened in the middle of August. Like I was thinking like golf blows out an Achilles like the third preseason game, right? And they and they called the Saints. Like I'm not doing it. Because I'm like the Rams, your boat, your boat is broken, man. You're you're adrift at sea, and I'm gonna watch you sink. Oh, no, yeah, I, I don't think there's any chance of it happening at August. My, I was picturing more of the trade deadline where you have more information on Bridgewater. Yeah, the team's more desperate because all of a sudden they've lost the quarterback. They're in the playoff race, and they just don't believe they can sustain it with their backup, but they yeah. could with Bridgewater. So you know the the, the last interesting layer to all of this is that Bridgewater's in a contract year. So you would be giving another team the right to franchise him if he was awesome and won a Super Bowl or yeah. whatever. But he's going to hit that market again. And so, I mean, in theory, you could trade him, get a first-round pick, and then make him a huge offer in the offseason and maybe still retain <laughs> or maybe still keep him. But I think – you know the the optics there. Once you trade him, is you know his feelings would be hurt, and he probably he probably wouldn't sign with you no matter what if you trade yeah. him. Yeah, not necessarily though. Baseball, they did it a couple of years ago with the Cubs. They, they the the Yankees traded Araldis Chapman to the Cubs at the deadline. Araldis Chapman helped the Cubs win the World Series, and then the Yankees signed him back. So I mean, it's it's it is it's possible, right? Because money talks. I mean, this yeah. to me this to me is just. It was just an interesting uh, exercise to do because I find it fascinating on what you do uh, if you're if you're the Saints. And my 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 thinking on this was was different than yours. I know you're thinking of at the deadline at the deadline, but I was just thinking of like, you know, I mean Bridgewater. Put it this way, he looked good enough last year with the Jets for the Saints to give a third round for him, right? Right. So I don't think it's impossible that he starts the first two weeks for the Saints and plays a ton and looks freaking amazing. With in Sean Payton's offense, you know, the Saints maybe 
game plan a little because they want to really they really want to put because my thing is in the preseason Andrew I think you're you're right in that Sean Payton is going to be wanting to get information he's going to they're going to want to figure out what they have with Bridgewater right and the only way to do that is in game I know practice you can you see a little in preseason look I know it's not regular season game but I think the Saints may game plan a little bit in the preseason knowing Bridgewater is going to play to say hey Let's see how he absorbs this. Let's see what he does when we really put in a little bit of game plan, do this and do that. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And I think when the Saints are game planning in the preseason, it, I mean, I truly believe in Bridgewater, there's a, there's a better than average chance that he looks amazing in the preseason. And yeah. teams are going to be like, oh, we should have signed him. Oh, my God, we missed the boat. Like, I just could see it that way. And, and, and that makes a team. A, a desperate team even more likely to, to, to make a move. But that's why I brought this up. And it's just an interesting yeah. thing. It's just an interesting uh, adage going in. But do you, do you agree with my, my theory that the Saints are going to game plan maybe a little bit in preseason more than they normally do and play Bridgewater a ton? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. And, and look, the last – I mean, the parting thought I have about this is it's important for us to remember it as fans that, like, how this season plays out, how training camp and preseason play out, they have huge impact on what 2020 looks like for the Saints at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Because say what you will about Breeze, you know, we make a lot of assumptions that he's retiring. Mm-hmm. Say what you will about Bridgewater, we make a lot of assumptions that he's the guy of the future. But the reality is that the options to the Saints in terms of who is, who is throwing passes for them in the future is completely wide open. And I say that, I say that because contractually you can, you can formulate a picture in your head of what things look like. But at the end of the day, contractually, these guys are both on one year contracts. And so there, there are so many scenarios, like let's talk them through. Like the saints go one in 15, highly unlikely, but let's say breeze has an injury. Bridgewater's awful. Uh, they go one in fifteen. They've got the first pick. They can take Tua and let these contracts expire and let both players walk. 
you know, so like it, it's or or mm-hmm. you know they can go seven and nine. Bridgewater played a little bit; he was awful. Breeze decides to retire, and they're like, yeah, you know what? Like we don't love, we're going to go get a free agent. We're going to go get get the best quarterback free agent and pay him a lot of money because we don't like Bridgewater. Or or both guys get injured. Taysom Hill lights it up. And they're like, less likely. But I'm just saying, like, right now, the way the Saints are positioned contractually, it is wide open what they do next year. So we can make a lot of assumptions. But at the end of the day, like, it just depends on how it all plays out. Well, here's the thing. The Taysom Hill scenario just laid out would be amazingly fun. But he And I love Taysom Hill. But he, he, as the future quarterback for the Saints, terrifies me because that dude's medical history is like a mile long oh yeah well, I, was, I was just about to say like he could play like six amazing weeks win the super bowl and then the saints would invest in him and make him the, the star of the future and then he immediately gets injured in preseason the following year for the year totally like, that's, totally, that's exactly totally, how that would play. totally you know what though i'd sign up for that right now yeah absolutely like, like but i mean so so it's crazy so that's why we wanted to do i wanted to dive into all these hypotheticals and by the way people this podcast is free but seven dollars a month gets you saints podcast every freaking day and it gets you an awesome beer because you go to our twitter feed saints happy hour and you can see how amazing the beer koozie looks andrew is it not amazing it's amazing, and uh, I gotta say, the fans obviously—all our patrons are posting pictures of it, which I love seeing. Really appreciate you guys including us on those and letting us know you got them and that you're using them because uh, it seems like everyone's loving it. So uh, that makes me excited. Yeah. So do it, people, and we will see you tomorrow. <laughs>